Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? Um, this is how I usually start the show. I say, hey, what's up? Welcome to episode blank of Geekscape. My guests are... So today, you'd be inserting the number 62, because this is episode 62. He's got a squeaker. Well, why don't you turn the camera over here? Are you, are you destroying a toy, Rufus? Rufus? What are you doing? He found the squeaker. Rufus successfully found the squeaker. Um, yeah, let, let's get that. Whoa, whoa! He's going crazy. People usually pay Eric $5 to do that. To, Five. <laughs> to bite down on their squeaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right on the so squeaker. So why did you charge me 20 Right on the squeaker. 50 So be honest. This is Geekscape, episode 62. I'm sitting here with uh, one of the Chinatown boys, Hong. Uh, he was referenced in the last episode. Episode 61, your gang was referenced. I uh, yeah. figured you'd come over and give a counter-argument as to why you would chase two girls in Koreatown. And then uh, he, this over here is Eric, Eric AD from the forums. Uh, these two I've never seen separate. So uh, when I ask one of them to come on the show, That's not true. you're basically getting the other one free. Well, well, you met me without home. I did, I did. I, I, you know, I couldn't make back. it to that, why, why that Comic-Con. Con? Uh, because I had to work, you know, had to pay the bills. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I'm part paying my dues as a game member. I am corrected. Uh, I did meet Eric last year in uh, San Diego at Comic Con, and then this year, did you get your hotel room? No, we've been. Did you bad. try that? No, you we're always try. last minute. Always. No, I, I got on the the hotel room reservation. Laura and I gave it thirty, forty good minutes. The second it opened, it was a busy signal. The site crashed. Jesus. It was a nightmare, and I was and I was IMing the whole time with uh, Sharon from our forums, and um, and uh, one of our other uh, guests, uh, Kaiser Sose. Right. Mm-hmm. And the two of us, or the three of us, are just IMing each other, trying to figure out which website to go through to book a hotel room, which way to get around this 
ridiculously draconian setup that they have at, at you know, I mean, they have a, a hotel yeah. block at, in San Diego Comic-Con Comic yeah, yeah, every yeah, year. I've seen the... And when the block opens, everything just became busy signal. And then the website started crashing. And then when you finally get through on the website, when it finally loads, you see that all the rooms like are already half booked. Yeah. Mm. And Or, you know, I, I got to a couple screens where it said, okay, everything is fine except for your Friday. That's booked. Oh, <laughs> so, we, do, we go to Chula Vista every year. We go really? like, yeah, yeah, because there's the tram right there. And then we can just take the tram straight to the convention center. Oh, that's why you guys had to leave early last year, too, and you guys couldn't hang out. Yeah, because we had to go hit the tram. But it totally works out because it doesn't really book up. I mean, Mm. you can get the room, like, at least a couple weeks in advance. The tram drops you directly off at the convention center. So Yeah, I have a – last year I tried – But don't do that because uh, we're going to do that. I actually tried in May to look at a room, to get a room, and it all – it worked out great. I stayed at one of the places on the actual shuttle route in in San Diego, and – it was very reasonable priced. I, I think that with these hotel book, uh, you know these these hotel uh, blocks, they ha- they release them in steps. Right. I mean, you cannot book all of San Diego no in a day. Mm-hmm. What if you know there's other conventions? Yeah. You know that there's a major convention there earlier that week. Right. The the gay pride convention. There, yeah, there's pride in yeah, San Diego, which like, I never go to, but yeah, there's. Like there's big events and you know whatever, so that that sucked. I'm gonna try in a couple of weeks to try and see if the block is opened up more. Uh, so you will see us in San Diego this year again. And us, you guys will be there. Right. I'll be there definitely this time. Guys, Chula Vista really screwed Chula Vista. I, literally, you no, can I'm... try and find rooms in the hotels for Comic Con. We do it ghetto style. Just man. try we get it, a like, bunch of us in a room. Yeah, but but so did we. But every two weeks, stuff will open up. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll, we'll try it. We'll try it this that year. way, you guys don't have to leave because we're we're gonna go and have like parties with strippers and stuff. And you guys have to be like, sorry, the tram leaves at ten. The good shit doesn't happen until one. Yeah, one a.m. Is Eric gonna be one of the good shit uh, this year? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Eric will will have a good time. Yeah. Okay, I always have a good time. <laughs> I am the good time. We had a good time yeah. uh, at the gauntlet, thanks to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> So, guys, uh, as if you haven't noticed, we're in a new place. I know it looks similar. Uh, we're working, actually, on, on the area to shoot Geekscape in. So, right now, we're in the living room. But uh, there's an actual room here in Laura and I's new apartment specifically for shooting Geekscape in. Uh, it's just not ready yet. I'm in there with my hard hat working on it every day. Um, but, yeah, this is episode 62. We've got some reviews coming. We're going to talk about this new movie from Doug Lyman. It's called Jumper. It's based on the book. Um, I actually hear that a lot of people like the book series. I didn't even know it was a book series till last night. Yeah, it, it's a Someone book on series. Wikipedia. And uh, Ben Funnelfish Dunn is a fan of the book. Uh, this guy, mm. uh, Savis, who I went to see the screening with, is a fan of the book. A lot of rave reviews for the book series. I guess it's a series, and this is the first, like, like uh, you chapter. know, chapter in that yeah. in that story. And it's basically a jumper, somebody who can actually jump around like Nightcrawler, right? You can teleport to different places that you can see. And uh, these jumpers, uh, this young kid discovers that he's a jumper uh, accidentally. And since you're 15, you immediately start robbing banks and amassing like this wealth and a perfect life. Mm -hmm. Flash forward, the guy is in his young 20s, is played by Hayden Christensen. He's got the perfect life, nothing in his way. Then he discovers that there's some, somebody called a, you know, a paladin. And the paladins and the jumpers are constantly at war, and they have been through history. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and this paladin played by Samuel Jackson uh, is like the baddest ass paladin, right? He looks mm. like Cisco, and they're yeah. they're really yeah, yeah he, he does look like, like Cisco, <laughs> and they're, and they're these religious guys who just want to kill jumpers because mm-hmm. only God should have the power to be in all places at once. As, as he told us as like he, five times, yeah. yeah. And um, so of course. Hey, you know Hayden Christensen has to come like to grips with his power, protect his loved ones, which is Rachel Bilson, uh, his high school sweetheart, and uh, Jamie Bell comes in. He's got more experience hunting the paladins, and he's like, "I will, you know, okay, I'll join forces with you to take out this guy, uh, Table Jackson, whose name is Roland." Mm-hmm. Which Roland. Is basically, if you're making any fantasy, you know, because it, it feels like a fantasy book mm-hmm. told in modern times, right? There's this, it feels it feels like yeah. a comic book setup. Yeah. yeah, clearly it's yeah, it's inspired, obviously by, that. inspired by that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's got that old school, uh, you know, it's got that old school. These, you know, old old, you know, old time force versus another one. This, the, right. you know, a, a, a an eternal battle between you know good and evil or two opposing sides sides that have gone through history. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've always got a dude named Roland. What is up with all the fantasy stories with a dude Roland named Roland? Sounds medieval. Yeah, because uh, how many people are called Roland? In modern times, so if you want to, uh, yeah, some, the singer from Pierce Thank you. Okay, thanks, Laura. Um, but not that many. It's got an old timey right. feel to it. You know, I, I like to think of this entire movie as this allegory between like homosexuals and uh, Republicans. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, 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 because Hayden Christensen's in it. Well, well yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially like when when you have these scenes where Hayden Christensen is developing his power, and he's already got problems with his father at home, and there's those shots mm-hmm. where he's like, "Son, I still love you. Yeah. You can talk to me." And then it turns into like a Bronski beat yeah. video, mm-hmm. and the kid's yeah. like, "What am I?" <laughs> um, guys, was the movie successful? No, no, it wasn't. Oh god, the first twenty minutes, we we both yeah, think I was, we like we were on board for the beginning. I was I was. For the first twenty minutes, I was like, you know, this is really fucking fun. You know, yeah. it's like all these critics on Rotten Tomatoes are wrong. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking fun because if I had the power to, to teleport, I'd fucking abuse it within a second of knowing. Yeah, you know, right. I I I just fucking steal everything. It's the Spider-Man uh, thing. Yeah. Until something and, happened, you would just abuse it and do whatever you wanted. Uh, and and then the moment that it just fell fucking completely flat was uh, when he goes back home to his hometown, and he meets. Um, he reconnects Ray, with his home uh, with Rachel Bilson's with Rachel character, Bilson's character who totally fucking becomes, cannot act. She can't act. First off, how dare you? She's how my, dare she's, she's my girl. No, she's uh, very but, cute. But, but, Hayden Christensen's my boy, and he can act either. Um, I think Hayden Christensen's actually he's okay. He's, I actually think yeah. I, right. I think that Shattered the love glass. story uh, su- like really suffered by just how surface it was like it was so like he comes back into this girl's life mm-hmm. and then says you you know you what, you what happened i never thought you i thought i always thought you would leave your hometown mm-hmm. because right. you, you wanted to travel you want to go to rome tomorrow they go to sure. rome i haven't seen you in eight years out. yeah oh yeah there's some people out to kill me let's go to fucking rome no. <laughs> yeah that seemed just a little too convenient and it felt it like lame. it felt like people just weren't working on actually making this a good story no <laughs> no <laughs> this is i mean it was junky it a lot was, of this was just junky. It's like the the fight scenes. You think that the fight scenes were gonna be you're gonna have a lot of fun with what you can do, and at points there's that promise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whenever anybody teleports a truck, I thought it was pretty that fun. Was, yeah, that was pretty cool. But the fight scenes always felt like they were fifty percent of what they could have been. 
you know. Of all the things I had problems with, that's probably the least. It was the, I, I was kind of on board with all that the fights and stuff. I mean, it could have been better, but whatever. It's just everything was super surfacey and mm-hmm. nothing. It just felt like it was edited to shreds. Samuel Jackson, there's no real reason. Like, okay, he's part of. The, I'm the paladin. Whatever, I have to hunt the jumpers, but they don't really get into why, why? or any real backstory. It's everything's just like surface level. There's it, nothing. Maybe there's like a director's cut of this. Yeah, I'm thinking that that the movie was delayed almost a year mm-hmm. in release. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be either summer 2007 or it was supposed to be a spring 2007 movie. And here we are in February. The right. movie's coming out, and it did feel like it had a lot of post problems. It felt mm-hmm. like things were truncated. To well, where, yeah. like a, like Big time. The ending just felt like it's okay. Like I transport somewhere and they oh, bye. We're done. Yeah. Okay. And there, there were there were a couple really bad voiceover dubs yeah, that I hated. Was. You know, uh, things that think that they felt like they were swinging for the cheap seats with these dubs. Like mm-hmm. uh, he picks up this picture of Rachel Bilson's character. He's trying to find wherever yeah. Hayden Christensen had teleported to, and so he's going through his home. Uh, he, he, you know, and he finds this picture of uh, Rachel Bilson's character, mm-hmm. and you see like an over shoulder shot of, of Samuel Jackson. You hear a really bad dub of. Who are you? Yeah, <laughs> and then it cuts to, of course, her house or like yes. something like that. It's like you know what? I think just the picture says it. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. are you? Yeah, absolutely. It's lame. Well, we found out. Hello, housewife in Ohio. In case you don't know the plot yeah. yet, yeah. I'm now going to chase this girl. We found out that Hayden Christensen got hired like two right, weeks before. Two weeks before. Like oh, literally last a, night after that's I watched a tough the, spot. Yeah. After I watched the movie, I'm like, this movie. It just it felt like a Fox cut it to shreds because they love to do that with the genre movies to keep it at 90 minutes. Um, so I go on Wikipedia, and it's like, oh, yeah, Hayden Christensen came on two weeks before filming was supposed to start. Uh, Rachel Bilson was hired to replace somebody else because they thought she was hotter, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just... Then we were right. You yeah, know, it's like, like this, it you know, feels wrong. At the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, this is totally fun, and then it turns into One, one, tree, hill. one tree Hill and yeah. shit, and you're like, oh, fuck, it turns into the goddamn CW with the music and shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, oh, fuck. There was one part... That was, being said, Gossip Girl, really good. Really? Is it really? Yeah, I don't fucking okay. know. Uh, <laughs> Veronica Mars. I, I don't forgive anything. <laughs> uh, we love uh, CW. Yeah, I, no, I don't love CW. They canceled Veronica Mars. Yeah, you loved it. Uh, I no, sooner or later I will actually see an episode of Veronica Mars. I First know season's great. I'm sorry. Uh, the third season. First season. First season's really good. It kind of falls off after that, but. But it's a good show. I tried uh, to get into it, but it felt like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was like, why is she not stabbing well, CW, somebody in the neck with CW a pencil? CW lost SmackDown. I heard. The no wrestling. What are they going to do without wrestling? Well, wrestling, that was one of the top rated. Yeah, why'd they lose it? I, I don't know. It was. I think it was WWE's decision. Oh, uh, I really? I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, but, I, but, I mean, if you're a cable network and you've got wrestling, you've got like, I mean, that, that's like. Right. That, that's your. Uh, Tentpole. Yeah. You know, that's your big-ass show. You got all the South. Uh, yeah, yeah. So better get NAS- NASCAR soon, uh, CW, or, or you're in trouble. Or the um, Spam Festival. You know, shoot that. I got sent a uh, copy of a movie on DVD. You know this new Turok video game came out? Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you know the Turok character. Yeah, he's from been around Valiant. Since, like, from yeah, Valiant, Valiant Comics. Comics. I think he's actually older than that. Yeah, though. I didn't know that he was older than that. I only yeah. knew him from the Valiant Comics. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but I think all the Valiant characters were like, existed and somewhere and they were like bought by Valiant in the 90s. And really? Yeah. It's like Exo Man of War? Well, mm-hmm. well Magnus Robot Fighter definitely Solar? was. I think so. I, mean, I could be wrong. Someone's um, going to correct me. So, so Torok, you know, I, the thing that was I thought was most successful about the Torok franchise was that video game on N64. 
Mm-hmm. Like everybody played this damn game. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, and then of course you've got to have this uh, this period where the you know the, the property just kind of refuels. Remember Star Wars had to refuel. Yeah, and then the it Timothy, needs to become nostalgia. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. Timothy Zahn novels came out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they just kicked the you know, and then you yeah. had all, all those uh, Dark Empire comics, and then slowly yeah. we turned into the prequels. So hopefully, uh, you know, we can salvage some franchise like Torok, but. The Torok video game just came out. Supposedly it's not that hot. There's a new. Have you heard about that? The demo is not good. The demo's not good. Did you download it? Yeah, on PS3. I don't know. The graphics are not that good either. So it's I saw like a like a I saw a trailer and like a like a little video demo of the new Torok game. I thought it was actually pretty cool looking, but I guess you know anybody can make any of those demos look good, you know. Well, it kind of felt like you know PlayStation Two ish still. Really? Yeah, it didn't feel like next gen at all, you know. So, video game. Uh, I guess to k- kind of ride some of the promotion from the video game, or vice versa, they uh, put out this cartoon movie, The Turok Son of Stone, and it was sent by us. It's, uh, I think Lionsgate has a... No, 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 the the, the Weinstein Company. Um, God, I can't see any lay- labels on this thing at all. I'm falling apart. So we have no idea to put it out. No, no, no. Who, who, who's this? Genius Entertainment, I think, is who that's sent the me the DVD. And that's the Weinsteins. Yeah. Yeah, I swear I saw the, the Weinstein com- the Weinstein logo. Uh, yeah, Genius Entertainment sent me this. And uh, so I, here's the scenario. I get this thing in the mail. Lost is about to come on. Right? <laughs> no, there's no competition. Right? I get this, I get this Turox on the stone. Lost is going to come on in like 30 minutes. And I turn to Laura and I say, is it cool... You know, because she's watching Wife Swap or something. I said, is it cool if, like, we watch Turok? So, no, how dare you? It's, she loves her Wife Swap. Uh, I say, do you mind if I pop this cartoon in for 30 minutes just so I can get a taste of it so that, you know, I can talk about it on, on the show? And uh, she said, sure, whatever. She's the best girlfriend in the world. So I popped this cartoon in. And this is for mature audiences. You know, there's violence. You know, you, you see a lot of blood. And we start watching the first 30 minutes of it. The animation style, I think, is cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's a little too Saturday morning cartoon for me. I, I would love to see something more like Fire and Ice. Remember that old school? Oh, yeah. Movie? yeah. You know, or like the, the old school Hobbit movies? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere between there. Ralph Bocci. Yeah. yeah, the Ralph Bocci stuff. It's somewhere between there and like a Saturday morning cartoon. Kind of so, like light years. Yeah. And... Uh, they have some really cool backgrounds. Like, the painted backgrounds and stuff are really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the character stuff, I thought, was a little, you know, too Saturday morning cartoon. But the story, you know, we're watching it and we're into it. You yeah. know, there was actually a part near the beginning where we both go, because <gasps> there was, like, you know, the, some it. good suspense. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Lost is coming on, so, so I turn it off. And uh, we watch Lost. I, I fall asleep, like, 30 minutes into every Lost episode. <laughs> and I wake up, like, five minutes later... And Laura tells me what happens, and I watch the other 20 minutes, like, totally awake. This week was good. Yeah, this week was very good. So, uh, I go to, uh, you know, loss is over. I start getting ready for bed. I take the dog on a walk. I come back from, the, from, from walking the dog. Laura is sitting here watching <laughs> Turok Son of Stone <laughs> because she wanted to know what happened. I said, are you seriously watching that cartoon that we just turned off? Like, I was figuring maybe we'd watch it the next day yeah. or the next mm-hmm. night or something. Like, we, it was good. We're not going to turn it off. No, she, she sat and watched the whole damn rest of the thing that night with me. I mean, the Torox Son of Stone, listen, 
But this thing is actually worth it's the real deal. It's, really? Yeah, I, well, I think it's worth. If you, you know what? I'll tell you right now. If you like the the, the Hellboy animated movie that they put out, I did. You know the yeah, Sword of okay. Storms. Mm-hmm. If you like the 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 Iron Man one, the Doctor Strange one, the 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 one that was based on the Ultimates. The, the Avengers nah, not so much on that yeah, one so much on that I one. didn't like the Marvel ones as much either this is definitely I would say that this is as good as the, the Hellboy one really okay alright you know I, I I mean cartoon movies on DVD ain't totally my thing mm-hmm. but I sat through the whole damn thing of this one and the, oh and I started watching the bonus feature wow. which is like a history of the Turok franchise you've got like a commentary wow. I thought the performance performances were all right in this. Were thing. they people we know, or are they just yeah. voice actors? Adam Beach. If you get, if you want to, if you want to have an Indian in any of your Hollywood productions, <laughs> you've got to get Adam Beach because he's the dude who was in uh, Flags of Our Fathers. Okay. He was mm-hmm. also in uh, what was that Nicolas Cage movie John Woo did? Wind Talkers. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know, oh, I know he, that movie. That he, is. he was in uh, the- Smoke Signals. So he's the, <laughs> Adam Beach. Like, so he's the Indian guy that yeah, you go to. I'm telling you right now, if you are Native watching, American. if you are watching so, Geekscape on a reservation okay. here in the United States, and you're like, I'm going to move to Hollywood and make it as a star, don't even get on the bus because Adam Beach has your ticket and he's punching it every weekend. Yeah. All right, like he is the only Indian guy in anything. All those movies. Native American. I am sorry. Yeah. Native Native American. VJ VJ took offense at that because he truly is Indian. So all those. Sorry, VJ. All, all those. You're Indian American. I can't win. I can't win with you PC guys. Uh, as long as I don't call people Eskimos, I think Wait, I'm okay. Uh, all those movie titles just sounded like, you know, like Native American stereotypes, you know? It's yeah. like, it could have been like a movie called Injun, you know? Like, it's like wind yeah, talkers, no. like, uh, like smoke signals. It's like, is there another movie called Tomahawk? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you, you remember the Val Kilmer movie. Look, yes. Wait, uh, it's Thunder something. Thunder Oh, God. I mean, here you go. <laughs> so hot, thank you, Laura. So Laura, you thought Valkyrie was hot in that movie? So hot, smoking hot. Oh, Laura's. I mean, here, here's the thing: if you got a good Indian, you get Adam Beach. If you want a bad Indian, you get the dude who played Geronimo and played the bad guy in uh, in Last of Mohicans. <laughs> I, I I have to think that there are more Native Americans out there who are actors. If you want a really yeah. old guy, you get that one old dude who's in everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But there's got to be more actors. Not only that. Why can they only play Indian roles? Well, that's the truth for almost, I mean, lots of minorities. I mean... Really? Yeah. I mean... Apocalypto? You want to take this one, Hong? What do you think, Hong? Because couldn't you see see an Asian star or a Hispanic star do kind of the same transitions that that you've seen black actors start to do? Um, I think Hispanics will be next, but... Yeah, I mean, Hispanics probably will be next based on just population. Yeah. Um... Because I would like to think that Chayun Fat, whose career started in comedy mm-hmm. and as and romance uh, in, 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 in romantic films, yeah. not not necessarily action. I would think that Chayun Fat could be somebody who could make a transition into a comedy, like you know, do sort of like a Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise type. I think they totally I just, could. I think well, they can. They I think them. they can. But like What's in America, in America, it's like if you're not throwing a karate chop or a kick to somebody's face, you know, the you know, the, get that chink off the set. Yeah, you know, he's not going to be. Some of our viewers have said that so far in this just this episode. Yeah. <laughs> They're waiting for you to break a block of wood. That's it. I'm um, so, and I won't even mention what they're waiting for Eric to do. Uh, but we got a we got a family show. We got a bag of ping pong balls sitting yeah, on the I mean, side. I, mean, I think you're right. Like until like like uh, like where does it start? You know, like you had a like like uh, until Hollywood Shuffle, nothing was a profitable black film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we still got to have that for a Hispanic actor you know i mean it's 
it'll happen. It's just who's going to be the first one, like you said, and who knows. Well, I think it's kind of already happening with Hispanic actor. I mean, Edward James almost. You know, he's yeah, playing he's a, a white dude. Actor. He's playing a white dude on a show, and he's, he's like not really playing. Kind of, I mean, well, you don't know what Adama is, yeah. but but you know, like that kid don't look Mexican. Have yeah. you guys seen that news <laughs> that Battlestar Galactica is coming back in April? Yes. Yes. Okay. That um, that is that. I was excited to hear that. Yeah. You hear that, baby? You saw the commercial? Well, the big concern was they didn't. They had finished half the season before the strike hit. Right. And they didn't know if there was a guarantee that right. they'd get to finish the rest of the season. You know, for all they knew, Sci-Fi would be like, all right, we'll give you a two-hour movie to wrap it up. But Sci-Fi Channel did say, okay, you can do the entire rest of season four and finish it the way you were going to. So that's good because I didn't want it to be like, you know, kind of a cheesy two-hour, let's wrap everything up kind oh, of movie. Oh, that would be yeah, just horrible. The, and this is the last season. This is the last no, season. It's gotta, no, 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 no. It's got to be done right. Yeah, no. We are willing mm-hmm. to wait six months between mm-hmm. filmed oh, totally. episodes for this to be done right. Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. You know? I never thought that they would really In that, do that time but... frame, we will watch Turok, Son of Stone, <laughs> like, every day. I can actually watch this every day. I mean, the motherfucker writes every type of dinosaur in this. Pterodactyl wrote it. Big big T Rex thing. He rides it. Turok can basically ride everything. I'm pretty sure Laura wanted me to put on a little blue vest and ride her after I, we saw Turok. <laughs> I am so what? Well, okay. The, the nerds want to know though. I mean, is, is there any like animated nudity at all? You know what? There are a couple parts. There are some 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 big titty Indian chicks in this movie. Yeah, some little Pocahontas action. They're wearing stuff. The word the best you get is one with like. Because that's the only thing I'm really looking at when I see like like animated chicks on screen. Mm-hmm. There's one with like hair over the the, the tatas, but but you know that's like as nude as they get. And I'm like, oh. Oh. well, they need to be PG-13 like, like, though, right? I'm like, that's, dude, that's the one that Turok's gonna bang. But uh, no, I mean, this is rated. Uh, I can't find this is not rated. Not rated. Not rated. This is not rated. Okay. So I mean. I would like to see a director's cut where I mean, who knows? Because you know, you want to treat the the the, the property sensitively, but there definitely were some parts where, like, I mean, I figure for every dinosaur in this movie that he rode, and he yeah. rides a ton of them, uh, one chick. Just give us like one chick. You can do it through like shadows and stuff too, like on the cave wall or something. Right. It's like, ugh, and then he goes out and like throws a fucking spear through some dude's head. He fucks there, some people up in this. So does he? He fucks some people up in this. Video. Does he hunt dinosaurs or does he just like hump them and live for two hours? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, the story is something oh, okay. else. Right. It, it actually starts in like the 1800s. Oh, it's real Native Americans, mm-hmm. and then they then they go through like kind of like a Land of the Lost type deal where they chase uh, his 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 uh, chick gets kidnapped by the bad guy and mm-hmm. they end up passing through like this cave and when they come out on the other end he and like his little friend end up in this like you know land of the lost mm-hmm. and that's where the bad guy the bad guy takes over like these, is there brian gilmore these, yeah the, the bad guy takes over a bunch of brian gilmore looking dudes who are like cavemen <laughs> and that's so gnarly right he, no dude he kills their leader and then they worship him and then they start eating the leader they're like flesh eaters and the reveal there was kick-ass Spoiler, but whatever. No, no, no. You, you, it'll still be good. And then Torok, meanwhile, finds these dudes who ride around on like like big birds, and he he lives with them. They got some hot chicks. And uh, no, no, no. I, I, I think the re- big birds are from the comics too, because I remember those comic covers with the people in the. Big oh, birds. I can recommend this yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm sold, man. It sounds yeah, like it sounds it. like an animated your Hunter from the Future, man. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, you like this is my next Halloween yeah. outfit. Sweet. Awesome. Would you like that if that was my next Halloween outfit? If no, I was Turok? What were you thinking? There's a Rambo moment in this where Turok realizes that he's the killer. 
just like Rambo does in the last movie. Like yeah. Laura, Laura does raise a good point. Like, like, there's a lot of character in this thing. Yeah. I like that we're talking about Torox and stuff more than <laughs> more than what Fox spent on Jumper. So, like, like, you know, the, the promotion on this is a lot. Like, Fox made this fucking big ass movie, and we're talking about it for five minutes. Now we're talking about Torox, Son of Stone. But uh, yeah, it's very Rambo. He he he's like, I'm a monster. He goes and he he, he leaves his little society, and they have to ask him back for help. And that's when the shit hits the fan, and they end up in the Savage Land, and they fucking fight these people. <laughs> savage Land. But there's definitely that. Is. Yeah, he has to come to grips with the fact that he is a like somebody who just. Kills. Is he's fucking a, good at it. Is there a Julie Benz that make him realize that, like, you know, don't you want to? Yeah, it's this little boy. Don't you want to so die for a, something? There's a little bit of like a man Nambla thing going on, but oh really? Like, well, Eric's all interested now. now. Eric's into it. Oh my god. Oh, god. oh get it, get this man a towel. So yeah, um, just, let's talk. Let, let's couch. talk news. Let's talk news. Uh, we got to talk about this Indiana Jones trailer. Yeah. It's the biggest thing that happened this week. The Indiana Jones trailer for Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just came out, and it is exactly what you wanted so put the fears yep. aside that they're not going to be able to deliver an Indiana Jones movie as good as they had mm-hmm. 20 years later yeah this thing looks it looks it looks perfect. like it hasn't aged yeah. a day yeah. well I like, wouldn't go that far but no no no, 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 no I'm not saying him no it's not talking about the movie franchise. yeah yeah, yeah. the movie franchise looks like it hasn't like, I guess what you're saying the character of it all yeah the, the, atmosphere. the, feel, the feel and you know like there's this one scene where they were like driving a jeep and it looked like it like totally superimposed background and I was like, that's so fucking awesome, you know. Like they had like they could have made it look great. They right. could have made it look awesome, but it they looks so made it look cheap. Like Transformers. Yeah. Right. I mean, what I like about this trailer, and it's really evident in the one sequence where he's on the uh, on the whip, and he's he's swinging between trucks, and he misses the truck in front, swings back, and lands in the windshield of the one behind. Mm-hmm. I like that they're being real with him and aging him in the yeah. same way that they yeah. did John McClane in Die Hard Four. Yeah, like they understand that this is an older Indiana Jones, well, yeah. and he can't pull mm-hmm. everything. I mean, he wasn't that good to begin with, which is kind of the fun of Indiana yeah. Jones, right? In the very yeah. first movie, he, you know, fucks up. He the fucks first, up. You yeah. know, now he's thing. really not only now he's really fucking up, and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he this, looks like an ad for AARP. Yeah. This trailer, I saw this trailer. Uh, I mean. Over and over and over again in one sitting, you know? And, and yeah. I've never done that with a trailer. I could not be more excited about this. I may be more excited for this movie than Iron Man, and I am very excited. Wow, wow. that's saying a lot. I did see the TV commercial for Iron Man, and it's good. Oh, no, Iron Man. Man looks good, but you know, Indiana Jones taps into your childhood, like right. the mother. Well, I mean, yeah. Iron Man, Iron Man, does Iron Man too, was there but... for me when I was getting my shit beat up in, high, in middle right. school. Not high school. Middle school. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I got my ass beat. Uh, Last week, save me, Tony Stark. Uh, the Indiana Jones trailer is incredible. Yeah, uh, this news about Toshiba pulling out of HD DVD support. Yep. Yeah, pretty much puts the final nail in the coffin yep. for HD um, DVD. Which everyone true? saw coming. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Everybody I'm pretty happy about happen. that because uh, Blu-ray sounds like it stores more space. Laura, I mean, Laura, VJ, my other lover, VJ has a, a PS3, and he, you, you've been watching a lot of Blu-ray, right? It's all because you got bench warmers on, on Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. I, I got him bench warmers on DVD, and he goes, I'm sorry, I already have the Blu-ray. <laughs> eBay. How was the quality? That's pretty good. It's a, amazing, it's right? It's yeah. It's almost, it's like in the theater, basically. Yeah. So I have the Indiana Jones trailer in 1080p, too. Wow. Wow. So I, I'm that gonna, I want to see. I'm going to get this thing. I, I'm going to get a Blu-ray. I was just waiting for this to just put the final nail in the coffin, this whole thing to end before I decided, you well, know. Let's talk video games real quick, just not the... the, the 
the Sony PS3 is going to drop in price this summer. Oh, have I'm you so read happy this? About that. I heard a rumor. I heard the, this rumor, and I God, I hope it's true. Because if so, I'll have a badass video game system and a Blu-ray. And it's going to happen. Yeah. Supposedly in June or July, they're going to drop the price on I think pretty much the forty gig or the twenty to two ninety nine. A sweet. I would, so for two ninety nine, almost the Wii. I would know, totally buy. Almost it. as cheap as the Wii, mm-hmm. you end up with a with a. PS3 and a, and a Blu-ray player. Yeah, now yeah. that everything is shifting towards Blu-ray, that's got to be another added incentive for them to, you know, they know a lot of people will get the PS3 just because, okay, now I have to get a player. Yeah, well, yeah. just like they did with the PlayStation 2. Right. Like, you know, it's like people, it's like, I'll get a DVD player now. Now Sony's looking really smart when they had a whole year of looking like dummies. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. now that they have a, a, a bigger library of games, now that they've got this whole thing, they've kind of figured out what their audience is and where they can fit between Nintendo and Microsoft. This Blu-ray thing is like the yeah. killing stroke. Mm-hmm. They got their revenge for Betamax. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That was theirs, huh? That was theirs. Was theirs. Wow. This, uh... I'm old. Yeah, you... I I don't even know what Betamax... I never had a Betamax, but I do remember people that did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that... Because, you know, people always said that Betamax had a better picture, which it did. Um, and that, you know, shame that we didn't go to Betamax. Uh, but I'm glad that we went to the, to the better disc. It feels yeah. like... No, well, better. Do you guys have any of the HD DVDs or anything like that? No, I mean I've got, and I've, I've just been waiting because I've got a, you know. Yeah, because you, you know, don't want to be the asshole image. that bought the Betamax. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like, want to be that guy. I wanted right. to wait until there was the final verdict. I mean, even the 360 had the HD adapt, uh, like the whole HD adapter thing, mm-hmm. where you could do HD DVDs on your 360, and I, I just wasn't interested. Mainly, this is why I wasn't interested because my broke ass can't even afford an HD TV. Right. So what can't... good is the Blu-ray player without an HD TV? Right. Yeah. It's pointless. Right. Yeah, it looks just so... like regular. D- yeah. So yeah. once my broke ass can afford like a nice TV, first off, I got to get one for the office. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's where I'm gonna be playing some of my games. Then I gotta get one for Laura so she can watch her wife swap in DVD in in in, in HD, right? Because you want to watch that on the best quality. I possible. mean, baby, yeah. don't don't you think uh, Super Nanny will be badass in HD? The Go mm-hmm. Joe. Uh, some of the girls watching and one of the guys, Sandstone, is like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, once that we get the HD TV, the whole thing, yeah, it's going to kick I've been ass. addicted to the HD. I got the HD last summer and I've got like the HD channels now. And like Discovery HD is so awesome. Oh, and I want to see that. Oh, I want to see that God. planet. That, that yeah. planet Earth. Planet Earth. Yeah, planet oh, Earth. man. And then they have the show called Sunrise Earth, which is literally just sunrises. It's total stoner vision. It's just yeah, right? people. It's you like, just stand in front of the TV naked yeah. and be like, it's a good day. Exactly. It's so awesome. Well, that's what yeah, I would Discovery do. HD makes you want to like smoking pot. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't I like smoking pot. Like to, yeah, because it's made for pot smoking. Or but, just drink six mana potions. Yes. yes Remember that? that? You, then you're not going to be in front of the TV. You're going to be running around. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the, we'll get there. I will get there. I will get to this HD thing. I mean, I saw Graham's 360 on HD, and it was like, dude, that's why you're winning all those games. It's a total different experience. Um, what's that? Like, DVDs on HDTV don't look that I know, DVDs so, don't, but, um, but, he, but, my, but he's, my, got, he's got the if 360. If you have an up converter, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I do, and I don't think they look... I mean, it depends, but they... On a they, small TV. Oh, no, on a small TV, no. I'm well, not, I, I want... Yeah. What if I just get a tiny screen <laughs> and just go like that? You play Wii on a nine-inch screen? Yeah. What if I just get a Virtual Boy? What about that? Like goggles? Uh, oh, what happened to that? Wonder Damn. what Turok Son of Stone looks like on one of those. 
I'm just going to keep throwing out because they, they were nice enough to send me a DVD that I actually really like. I get DVDs I don't like, and I don't talk about yeah. Uh So this Clone Wars movie, yeah. mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is releasing, not Fox. It's going to be Warner weird Brothers to see Star Wars without the an, yeah. Fox. animated Damn. Clone Wars movie in the theaters. I got to tell you, I've never seen the Cartoon Network. It's really cool. Clone it was Wars. really I good. I heard it's badass. Yeah. Now is this just is this a brand new story, or is this just like those just shown on a theater screen? No, it's mm-hmm. these it's, are 3D. The other ones were 2D. We're like yeah. it's a guy that, but did, it's the same shit. It's the same. It's it the sounds same like stories? it's the same, same stories, stories, but, but more in 3D. Upon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was 3D. So this is the same stories, but in 3D, released on a theater screen. I'll tell you right now, even though I hate the prequels and I swore never to put money in Star Wars again. I'm gonna go see this. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Lucas isn't writing this one, right? No. He's yeah. Just, so, but so man, end up good. Yeah, it might yeah. be good. You know, I it's mean, like it's time for him to hand the the reins over to someone that could write. There's a whole generation of people who yeah. who are filmmakers now who love Star Wars. Let them have a you know, let them play in the sandbox. Yeah. Right. Let Joss Whedon do the oh, Star Wars movie. Oh my movies. god, I, I don't Dude. know if he would, but that'd be great. <laughs> Dude, man, I I would. Yeah. I would go. Uh, well, careful, careful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. The Asian chub just went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would hump the screen. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't get much bigger. I mean, dude. Uh, dude. Uh, yeah, that, I will be there in August, yeah. right? I mean, fair warning to everyone. It's it's basically the pilot shown on the big screen. Oh uh, well, who it's, cares? It's, so it's not going to be like Pixar level of you know. Guys, and, I couldn't be more excited for these Toy Story like re-releases. Oh, in I know. 3D, in 3D. And then oh, the yeah. third one oh, being yeah. the third one in 3D. Yeah. That's so awesome. I mean, Pixar does no wrong in my book, so... They don't. And they let's don't. just pause for a moment to acknowledge John Lasseter is a genius. Yeah, I think no, every episode we should stop and say John Lasseter is a genius. And he's yes. saved that company completely, and I feel totally happier did. that he's in charge. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Why do you think Disney gave him such a fucking badass corner Stress. office gig? And, yeah. Uh, what was he responsible for Turok, Son of Stone? No. Love that movie. Okay, uh, comic books. We got to talk about this new Fantastic Four team. Mark Millar, Brian Hitch. These are guys who were on the Ultimates. Uh, they just took over Fantastic Four. The new issue came out last week. If you guys have been waiting to get into the Fantastic Four, because for, literally for the past past thirty years, it's been the exact same book. You know, it's been like the quality's kind of been like, you know. I mean, they've 30, tried. They've, they've tried everything to make the Fantastic Four a book that's actually. Up to par with all the stuff that goes on in the X Men, right? All the stuff mm-hmm. that goes on in Spider Man, all the must read stuff, you know, that happens. Well, Fantastic Four's had a problem in that that was Stanley and Jack Kirby's best book. They were on it for a hundred issues. It basically created the Marvel Universe, and no one's really been able to touch it since. Exactly. And everyone's yeah. been trying. This is the, the John the, Byrne came yeah. close in the eighties, but that's it. Yeah, it's a hard book to write for. Let's add a robot. Let's make yeah. let's add a, 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 yeah. a female thing. Like they've tried so many things. Oh, let's try. Let's mm-hmm. add to one of the Inhumans. Like, finally, yeah. do you think this team could actually crack this? I mean, this is if a, anyone this is can. a twenty-five, thirty-year-old like monotonous. Like, like this is a yeah. This thing's been going on. This thing's been a, a kind of just a book that's not been canceled because well they can't it's a legacy it. it's a legacy yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 always a mid-range book for them yeah. it's never in cancellation danger but right it's mid-range it's, that's what i'm looking for is yeah. this the team that could take yes. it out of there yeah you know well i have to say the first issue was totally fucking fun yeah, it was, it was, tight, it was it? fucking fun the art was just yeah. brian hitch is just getting better and better and better yeah. and just makes me so fucking jealous it's economic like all the best writers you got 
Millar, you got Ennis, you got these guys who know how to really econo- economize a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, every panel, every page just kicks ass. Even the yeah. silent panel of Sue giving the thing a look, look yeah. Yeah. after he says something stupid. Yeah, it was awesome. Laura's in the other room. I'm reading this comic. I laughed out loud for the first time reading <laughs> yeah. a comic book in a long time. She thought I hurt myself. Um, <laughs> like you had a groin that pull. That was funny. It was funny. It was really no, good. It was really fun. It started off like uh, with Back to the Future three and ended yeah. with and ended with a shot uh, from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide from the Galaxy. Good you know? call. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, but, Anything that combine those elements all together. I think the only thing that can really threaten this run is the release schedule. Yeah. Like, is Hitch going to be able to Supposedly keep the release he's schedule? Way ahead, way more ahead than he ever was on Ultimates. Yeah. That's what he says. That's the party line. Well, I, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, you know, making him like a egg milkshake, and he's like amped up because he said that he was not going to be late on this one. So. Man, I hope they aren't because I really like and am enjoying this. And I gotta say, as. Story-wise, as whatever mediocre as, spy, as the new Amazing Spider-Man stuff is, yeah. the stories aren't great. The mm, the no. um, yeah. the villains aren't great. It's not horrible. The it's threats aren't great. I love reading it every week. Yeah, that's. Cool. I love I, reading it. Every I do week. like that it's weekly. That's that's cool. It's just, I feel bad actually for the writers and right now because it's not really all their fault. That the whole shadow of one more day is looming over everything that they do and will be for the rest of the year and maybe longer. And that's not really their fault, but that's the situation that they came into. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with these three issues per writer, you know, like it's 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 one team for three issues, right. to, and then mm-hmm. they have another team, and yeah. that's that's how they're going to stay on schedule. But I feel like yeah, we don't get any story that's. It no. feels like it's any it has any weight, weight. you know. No. And well, you have to admit, like every time you read jackpot, like the word jackpot in no, there, like you it. want to just like it's burn so the pages, don't you? You know, yeah. You want to take a Zippo to it and just light it up and forget. Yeah. Poor Spider Man. Yeah. I do like reading it every week, and I do think that uh, who was doing the artwork in uh, Civil War that did a uh, did a run on this? McNiven. McNiven was really good. It was really <laughs> that good. Was, that was, I yeah. loved seeing him draw Spider Man on every yeah. page. Yeah. And his, and his chicks are hot. Um, what else have you guys been reading? Like, like you know, Laura and I moved into this new place, and uh, it's been really. I've literally been reading like a half a comic a night. I've just been too he tired. Has, he reads what I buy. What well, because uh, I pour, and uh-huh. um, I've just been reading his comics. So I've, we've been reading uh, Booster Gold, and which um, is really fun. Which is really really fun. Uh, I'm digging uh, the fact that they bought uh, Blue Beetle back, you know, because it's not gonna last. Everybody, but everybody can't really last. But it's fun. But it's it's everybody wants to read Blue Beetle and and Booster Gold together, you know, talking smack. And and officially, that's who I'm uh, backing for president. Booster Gold or Blue Beetle? <laughs> Booster Gold with uh, Blue Beetle as a no, uh, running mate. Seriously, I'd so. Uh, oh yeah, I'd back yeah. that. Yeah. And that, uh, people ask like, what's Geekscape like stance in the upcoming Blue election? Gold. Blue and Gold. That's yeah. what we're doing. Personally, I like to back uh, Mitt Romney because he's a Mormon, and I'd like to have more than one wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As the as the flames and the nukes hit outside your window, at least you have several wives. Yeah, you know? yeah, great. I like anything Jeff Johns does right now. I, I think Jeff Johns at DC is what Brian Bendis is to Marvel. I don't think they can lose either of them. And I gotta tell you, I could give a shit about Superman as a character. Mm-hmm. I just think like he's one of these guys who doesn't do anything for me dramatically. Right. Mm-hmm. 
this action comics run that Jeff Johns oh, isn't that good? What? I picked it up really because Gary Frank's artwork. Mm-hmm. I've really loved good. this dude since Midnight Nation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that that thing he did with Straczynski. I really yeah. recommend. Yeah. If you guys are looking for like just a trade paperback that's a really good story, he and J. Michael Straczynski did this book called uh, Midnight Nation that I thought he, was phenomenal. He is so much better now though. But yeah, he's improved. Yeah. I think this, he's gotten better. Of course, because he, he started off. He started off comics. really. He started off really imagey. You know. Yeah. And now he's just this like, action he's like another just, beast. It's like it's like the it's like Millar and Hitch. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. panel is just knocking it out of the park. I didn't go I went into it not having a whole lot of like feelings about the 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 Legion of Superheroes. Right. I love it now. That's I'm awesome. so For damn me, sold I, on it. Seeing the old school Legion, that's my the Legion I grew up with. Who've been kinda like they've been booted out of continuity for like twenty years and seeing them back and back in Superman's lore makes me really happy. Well, Jeff John has this way of writing that's, you know, he's a perfect amalgam of fanboy, like crazy fanboy, yeah. and just straight up good writer. Right. You know? And he doesn't, like, Jeff Johns never forgets about anything. No. So he puts all these sprinkles of things in to, to, to make, like, the continuity whores, like, super fucking said. happy. Yeah, that's something one of our guests, Ian Kerner, who's always on yeah. here, that's something he told me. Uh, I, Ian always calls as I'm getting shit out of my car, and I can only talk to him with, like, my phone sandwich between my you know those those friends who just happen to only call when you're getting shit out of the car right and you have your your phone sandwich between your shoulder and your head and he he's like dude did you read blank jeff johns is a genius yes. in every book he's interlacing this entire thing he's fixing the entire dc universe single-handedly he's and got it's it all totally accessible out. it's, and it's totally accessible to someone that doesn't know fucking legion from you know adam absolutely you know? if you guys are listening to this saying there's no way I can pick up this book because I don't like superhero books. I, first off, you know Superman, you yeah. know his powers. Legion of Superheroes, I didn't know from Adam before they I picked this up. Explain everything that you need to know. I totally get it now. That's a great one to pick up, and this Fantastic Four is a fantastic one to pick up as well. Yeah. No mm-hmm. pun intended, but that's a great pick. That's a great jumping on point. Yeah. And then if you aren't too into superheroes, that Midnight Nation's a good recommendation for people yeah, who aren't. Yeah. Midnight Nation's cool. It's about a cop who who's killed, but instead of just dying, he goes into this in between waiting place. Yeah. Uh, between the living and the dead, and there are other people there who've been kind of forgotten, you know. And now he's got to really solve a mystery. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a cool noir crime book. But not like not like criminal. Very, it's just very a very cool pulp. thing of that book is that he could only use like old and forgotten things, like old oh, telephones. I forgot about that. I read it years uh, ago. Telephones that are not in use anymore and stuff like that. But you can't Broken pick up a stuff. cell phone, Broken and stuff. you can't use a I cell phone. Tell me about that. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he definitely, did it around the time of, of Rising Stars. Stars. That was like the companion book, kind of. They were both yeah. coming out at the same time. And mm-hmm. Rising Stars couldn't really keep anything going, you know. I read and the like first it, ones and I liked it. Started it. out kick ass, yeah. and then it just couldn't keep the schedule. And then a lot of the, I think the ideas he had for Rising Stars, he put into a supreme power. Right. Yeah. Later yeah. to be ripped off by heroes. Ripped off by heroes. That's right. Heroes ripped off Rising Stars. Oh, yeah. Get used to it. That opinion uh, is not endorsed by Geekscape. Please do not sue us, uh, NBC. Sue oh, the Chinatown okay. boys. Cause we Find do. him in Korea. He's going to be the guy with the big sword looking at you going. I'm going to jump on your car with a knife in my mouth. Now, when you, now, when you killed Andy off. Garcia in Black Rain, uh, how did you feel about that? <laughs> uh, when Michael Douglas goes, No! 
Oh, and Andy Garcia got killed up against the fence in Black Rain. Oh, was that you on the on the Kawasaki Ninja? Uh, that was. I went home and masturbated for six hours. Okay, after. that's yeah. enough. Uh, <laughs> what can you recommend to my audience on top, like the non superhero? Because I got to tell you guys, the Lunar Brothers. I read five episodes, five issues of this thing, and the Lunar Brothers kick ass with this the sword. You know, I haven't you read that any sword? Luna Brothers, man. You're an asshole. You're fucking <laughs> up. You, you are fucking up. You are losing out on some of the best storytellers in comics right now. You know, and that's what I hear. The Lunar yeah. Brothers with the with girls. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. You're gonna yeah. love it. You know, and I heard the they kind of fizzled at the end. Great. With girls, but I heard that girls. It was a good ride. Girls is girls is a fantastic TV miniseries told in a comic book form, yeah. uh, and the sword turns out. It's going to some cool places. These guys really know how to turn, you know, turn this book into suspense and a little bit of uh, X Files weirdness. And you know, the cliffhangers are great. The cliffhangers are great when these guys do it. Mixture of like suspense and what the fuck? Just weird. Yeah. There's so many good books like that that I hear about, and I mm-hmm. don't pick them up because so many of the books I buy, especially like the Marvel DC stuff, it's well, like it's so like I've been buying it forever. And then it's like you hear that something is really good, and you're like, oh, well, you just don't have the pocket the, well, for it. Well, yeah, well, yeah everything's I'll like trade. everything's two ninety nine, three ninety nine. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. it, that's crack prices. Yeah. You the know? sword, a sword. I'm glad that after five issues, it still is keeping the quality going. Uh, BJ gave me a warning, right? Uh, how are we doing? Okay, okay, let, let, let's talk video games. We already talked about this Sony PS3 price drop, which means that we're all getting PS3s, right? If it goes to two ninety nine, there's nothing stopping us. You know? Won't. It's, like, well, that, it, it's like that one Queen song. Can't stop me now. You know that one? Sing it, brother. Yeah, I'm not going to sing anymore. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know that song, baby? The Queen song? Can't stop. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I liked it. The Vandals did a cover for it. You need to get you in karaoke, man. I thought it was fantastic. You do not need to get me in no Chinatown Boys karaoke contest. (laughs) The loser dies. Uh, Go sing it around, eh? So, uh, in May of 2008, Vijay and I were having a conversation before the show started about whether or not he should sell his Wii. And I said, not with Super Smash Bros. Brawl coming out. It's looking better and better every every week towards this this March 9th release. It's getting perfect scores, Vijay. Scores are fantastic. Uh, you, you, Isn't that different from the other one? Well, not only that, but you can you can save your game and send it to people in the same way you can get like Halo matches and save the Halo matches. You can like, oh, like, oh cool. remember that time yeah. I kicked you off a fucking cliff and killed you, Deparitas? Here it is again, in your face. He's oh. one of our listeners oh. uh, who talks a lot of smack. Uh, Did you teabag him? Not yet. Okay, right. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think everybody on the forums is mm-hmm. getting really excited about Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Supposedly the whole friend listing thing, Nintendo will never figure out. And it's always mm-hmm. going to be a pain in the ass. You know how like on Xbox, you, yeah. you, you add somebody and they mm-hmm. get a, hey, so-and-so wants to add you. Mm-hmm. The Wii, you have to almost have, I mean, you have to know the person and say, okay, you put in my code, I'll put in your code. Oh. You both have to know that you're putting in each other's codes. And now with the Super Smash Bros. Brawl, supposedly there is an additional code just for that game. Oh, that's weak sauce, man. Oh, it is a big fuck-up. Like, Steam does it perfect. Huge fuck-up. And uh, the Nintendo, this online community thing, is never going to take off. Mm Because the way that they're doing it with the Wii is just... I mean, how hard is it to do a a software update, downloadable software update, and maybe fix this kind of stuff? I don't know. I'm not a programmer. Eric, you're a programmer. I'm not what a do you programmer. think? He looks like a programmer. Do you like? Come on. Yeah, yeah, it was just the glasses. Dude, yeah. 
Uh, and that you're because I mean you know. this is a big this is a big problem, especially now that g- games like that, Mario Kart are coming out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be wanting to play that multiplayer big time. Yeah. When I throw Deparitas off a cliff with a blue shell. Um, so there's another game coming out, VJ, that I'm excited about. I don't think you're excited about this. Steven Spielberg had those games with EA announced. He's Steven, oh, did he? oh yeah, yeah, Steven Spielberg is doing a game with like every system. 360, PS3, they're each getting their own game. Mm-hmm. The Wii game is the one coming out first. It's coming out in May. Okay. And this game is called uh, Bloom Blocks. Boom Blocks? It, it, looks, it looks like Jenga. But each of the blocks have their own personalities. Like, you know how Lemmings, each of the Lemmings had different personalities yeah. when you're playing that mm-hmm. puzzle game? Like, one's a digger, one has an umbrella so they can fall distances. You know, each, each, you know so the puzzle is to get through the level using the different attributes of each character. Mm-hmm. The blocks in these also have them. Some will explode. Uh, one's a Grim Reaper that goes around and kills your other blocks, but the dog goes around and protects the other blocks. So it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's a little bit of a, of a strategy element to it because you have to form kind of Jenga blocks. There's, there's like You have to destroy as many blocks as possible, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And you shoot blocks at each other. And some of them explode. Some of them don't. They each have their different... So it's like an elaborate uh, Tetris or something. You can also do uh, John Woo, you know, slow down, gun motion, see the blocks like... (laughs) Well, Spielberg's involved. I hope it gets The game looks looks really fun. Because it's hilarious seeing little block monkeys running for their lives as there's explosions. (laughs) It's giving... I'm telling you right now, this is weird even coming out of my own mouth, and I'm a weird guy, but it gives Jenga an epic feel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Steven Spielberg. Right, right. Well... You know, it could be great, or it could be batteries not included. Yeah, you know? that's true. And like, like, like having a multiplayer game where you're, you know, trying to get through a stage, destroying as many blocks as possible, or foiling your opponent. You know, could be fun. It could be fun. Yeah. You know, so I'm um, into it. I'm into the puzzle element. It reminds me of uh, something like Elibits. That's the fun game, fun puzzle game for the Wii. Uh, you know, I'm down with it. I'm down with waving in front. Well, we'll we'll see when it comes out. Yeah. You know. You know. What are the, some of the games that maybe you guys are excited about? Uh well, uh, killing white people in Koreatown. Absolutely, that's my favorite one. It's it's gonna be kind of like uh, the Warriors game, but just just Asian faces, you know. Yeah. God. The Chinatown boys. We gotta get you down, day. That's what well, they're gonna say. Talking shit everybody. on an actual yeah. gang. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they're gonna. And you they're live in L.A. Yeah, yeah they're gonna slit your fucking throat. I was hanging out <laughs> with uh, what's his name. Um, uh, the dudes from Dirty Vato Clothing today. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out. I was joking and doing like West Side, this, that, just joking around. And I was like, what's this? And they go, oh, that's MS. The biggest multinational, horrible, scary gang. The MS-13? You do not fuck with those guys. Do they, do they all like walk around like, oh, with multiple sclerosis? Yeah. Like, oh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. For the record, <laughs> I'm neither here nor there on you guys. I just want to be left in peace. <laughs> Oh, they're the guys who, like, will fucking kill you and everybody you know. Yeah, I drove Laura and I saw, like, a What's spray paint ter- of MS-13. Long Beach, right? what is their no, no, their territory their... is uh, Pico Rivera. Uh, okay, I ain't never going there. Ever. Oh, oh, dude. Ever again, no. The Shield, like, the <laughs> Rampart Division is down there of LA okay. uh, PD. The Shield is based on it. The Shield is about just fucking the, how bad this gang is. 
Oh, yeah. If any gang members out there, them just be jokes. And he's only joking about being in the Chinatown boys. Yeah, them, them, them be jokes. It's all fibs. Yeah. No, Eric is not joking about I'm being a, I'm in a Chinatown boys multiple man. times during the week. He's just like hanging out in the corner, though. You know. <laughs> when Eric says he's in a gang, he's actually in the gang. Mm-hmm. Or the gang's in him. Either or. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. Um, so, guys, we talked movies. Mm-hmm. Like Turok on a Stone. Uh, <laughs> we talked comics. Movie. We talked video games. This is a new setting. Do you think this is an appropriately like satisfying new show for yeah. this new setting? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're okay with this. You guys are okay with this. You guys got to christen it. I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh, we talked about Hayden Christensen, as you guys christened. Mm. Um, I like that. We're gonna leave you guys now, but I want to tell you that uh, you can check us out on the forums, geekscape.net/forums. You can definitely hang out with us on MySpace, myspace.com slash geekscapenet. We have a group on Facebook, facebook.com. Just search for Geekscape. Uh, there's a shitload of YouTube videos of Geekscape that yeah. our good friend Matt Kelly's been making. Yeah. He's doing a good job. If you go on YouTube, search for Geekscape, you're going to find some of the funniest clips on there. And of course, guys, you want to buy a Geekscape t-shirt? Go to geekscape.net. There's a merch store. Free pins with every order. Uh, we're going to leave you guys with a treat now. It is uh, Ask Laura. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hong. And uh, we got some questions here for Laura from the Geekscape forums. St. Mort asks, if a girl is busy for six months, you know, should that be a sign to give up and dangle from a Tijuana necktie? Six months? Yeah, let it go. Mm -hmm. Kill yourself. Or not. Please don't. (laughs) Okay. Big Yanks ask, what's better, a clean shave or a sporty five o'clock shadow? Yanks. If you're Gilmore, shave. If you can grow hair like Big Yanks, then I like a five o'clock shadow. Only Mm -hmm. for about a day, though. And then ask Jonathan if you have a shave at your party. Oh. What about an Asian guy that doesn't... Okay. Jiminy Cricket asks, Can a lost love be reignited? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Positively. (laughs) With chloroform. (laughs) No, yeah. Never give up. It's called roofies. You could buy pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Jonathan came back to me. Now I'm going to hang... For the record, I would like to say that uh, there was a period of my life I called the the dark dark times the dark times, but uh, I am now rechristening the dark times I spent broken up from Laura as the Jonathan was fucking stupid times because <laughs> as you can tell I was an idiot and uh, I got to tell you this, sweetie. Uh, one of the girls I dated mm-hmm. when we were apart, I talked to her like a couple months once we got back together. You and I got back together. And uh-huh. She goes, so what's up? I was like, well, I got back together with Laura. And she goes, you know what? I, I, I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> she goes, I liked what you said about her. I thought you, you she were sounded talking cool. about me on dates. Okay. Cardinal yeah. rule, boys. Never, <laughs> never talk about ex. Boyfriends or girlfriends when you're on a date with someone new. Pretend like you've never had one. Well, it was our Have fourth. all those conversations in your brain. Because the minute they come out of your mouth, 
that it's done. That other person is done. Well, you dress like Steve Martin and the jerk. Yeah. Like for, the re- for the record, it wasn't our first day. It was like our second. But still, still I know. I know. Like, I talk about guys I've dated now, but we've been dating three years. So now I'm safe. I know. I know. But, but Statute of limitations. Bro. I know. Okay. Even the girls I were dating thought it was a good idea to go back to you. So the whole world knew I was stupid but me. Does that make you feel uncomfortable? No, that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable at all. Does this make you feel uncomfortable? Uh, no, actually, I feel better now. <laughs> can, we, can we go now? Yeah, let's go to Shakey's. Okay. Mojo. Let's get some Mojo potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>